Hi everybody, welcome back to my podcast. Um, today, I'm actually feeling quite sad, I'd say, you know. I am laughing, I am enjoying my day, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm quite sad. Um, earlier on, my friend Rosianda was recording, we were recording her episode, her next episode for her YouTube channel. And one of the topics was the recovering from sexual trauma. And it was quite heavy for me, uh, based on what happened to me, you know, at some point. And um, it took a lot out of me. And I'll be honest though, by the time I got to the shoot, you know, the topic itself the 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 topic triggered something yes from my past but the tears as they were falling it was a cookie that was just waiting to crumble you know i did not have a rough week you know it has been rough years it has been rough years and today I've decided that I'm going to title this episode Death by Debt. The reason why I'm talking about debt is because of the reason why I am sad is actually because of where I am. So, um, just to give you a bit of background, um, there was a time when I was a teenager I think I was just started high school or no it was just before high school maybe a year or two before high school oh mama was cooking and she cooked umpoko ne? and that is the fluffy pup you know you eat with milk or you eat with ingomazi with mass milk sour milk um so she cooked this pup and um she poured milk for me to eat um i noticed a worm you know when mealy meal has stayed for long it has those white small worms so i think she was a bit embarrassed and she tried to take it out and then wanted me to eat but i was i just lost my appetite you know and then she she was she was like like Basically, she was like, yo, you know, kind of like, oh, it was just a worm. Take it out and eat. Yeah, well. And at that time, for me, it was like, I am not going to eat the papa that had a worm. Yeah, well. I was just being a, not a spoiled bread, but it was just, it was not even about understanding the situation that we're at. Ne? And then another incident is my sister was already born at this time. And then we are sitting there, it's evening, and then there were cheese curls, the Simba chips, you know. Mama put them on a plate for my sister, and my sister was eating these. And I remember trying to steal one, you know. And silently, you can tell Guti, Mama's not cooking, ne? And I thought maybe it was a pega late. She's going to cook later. But you read the room and you can see, Guti, there's no plate coming. There's no plate coming. 
and naye she was so chilled about it but you know when she's when she was trying to be chilled let me say that let me put it like that like at that point in time i could see that okay fine there's no plate coming there's no food being cooked and my sister is eating each's curls so in a twisted way i understood the situation and that day passed and for some reason that's the one day that i've never even admitted that for once in my life i actually went bed to bed without a meal but funny thing i don't remember being hungry and i have this memory and i think i've suppressed it for some time and it's a memory that when i think about it now for the way my mom handled it i kind of understood even though i didn't ask questions you know she never had to really tell me that uh, we don't have anything to eat tonight and you know right now when i think of those things it's like okay you know and right now i am thinking of how did it feel to her as a parent to have to come to a point where okay guys there's nothing to eat i'm sure she tried to borrow money she tried to ask people you know and she came home and she was like okay <laughs> tonight we are going to bed without eating you know so um that's my topic ne death by debt um i realized that my mom was a single parent she struggled a lot with fees i remember her school fees you know and i learned that the reason why she had debt is because of she was busy trying to take care of other people you know me my sister her siblings you know and it is it's it's actually painful to be quite honest it's actually painful that even the day that she passed away she was on her way to try and find money for me to go on a camp in grade 8 the camp was already paid for she was going to find money so i can buy sleeping bags and all those other things um so i don't know guys what happened there are days where i'm like the way i'm in debt 
I feel like I'm reliving my mother's life. And it's not nice. Um I always tell my sister she knows I always be, I'm like so like try and live without it. So fun and um, you know. Um now after varsity I wasn't getting much, you know. And then rent was expensive and you know friends are getting their own apartments and now you want to get your own bachelor and it's only now in my what 36 year old that I met a friend that was like friend it's okay to share a flat you know and imagine making a loan so you can pay a deposit to your flat and then you move in you stay and then a couple of months down the line you can't afford the rent you miss a couple of months and then jiggy jiggy you are there borrowing money to catch up on the months that you've missed things are fine again you have jonga right now in my life about a year ago I started a business a photography business and I got a second job and it was nice it was nice it was very nice you know things were coming together made arrangements reduced debt and then I don't know what went wrong where how just a little of 2019 J. Oh, hey. Yeah, I don't know what happened, guys. Next thing I know, I'm borrowing money from people. I can't go to the bank anymore. Because I, you you know what? In everything that you do, don't you ever go for debt review. Don't you ever go Make arrangements with your creditors. Don't you take it from me, guys. Debt review. Don't you ever, ever. Credit card. If you can live without it, live without it in Dasakai. Because, wow. Jonga, anyway, 2019. Um, got hard things got really hard even the second job was not really helping tried the whole photography thing it came in with a little bit of extra money nicely you know and then towards july i i started having anxiety attacks and chest pains and i couldn't breathe and i would like when i think of waking up in the morning I would it would be it would be like I just received bad news like just opening my eyes would be like why why you know you know when you're like why am I awake why do I have to go to work why like when there were days where I would get to the office and I would close my door just the ride in the bus from home to work would make me want to burst into tears 
I didn't want to people. I didn't want to do jogger. I was just like things were hard, guys. They were really hard. And the most embarrassing or most sad part about it was that you can't go to your family because everyone has problems you know and everyone has problems guys like if you're gonna go to your family what are you saying your parents must do you know it's like why you know or why must like guys anyway so I went then I started okay fine you know what I need to talk to someone I went to this university's counselor and then they were like yay you need to see a psychologist when you know so they booked me for four sessions and the psychologist was like first session (laughs) first session she's like I want you to see a psychiatrist and then psychiatrist is like hey dude <laughs> I went, you need meds I'm like what he's like yep I'm like no he's like yes I'm like doctor that he's like dude you are depressed you are depressed you have anxiety and you need medication he says, I'm like, nah, dark man. This is a phase. It comes and he's like, exactly. Exactly. He's like, listen, you lost your parents at a young age. Eh? Trauma number one. Even your childhood with your mom, there are memories of you that are not so pleasant because of the struggles that you guys faced together with your mom. Trauma number two. You had to leave your home and go live with your family, you know? I mean, you had built a life there with your mom and your sister. And now you had to change. Yes, it was not bad. It was good and, you know, but trauma number three, you know? You got to varsity, obviously. Oh, if mom was here. Oh, if my dad was alive. You know, as much as you had all those people around you, loving you, caring for you, supporting you, you know, at the end of the day is that no matter how young you had lost your mom, that thought will always come up. If only mom was here. You go through hardships, if only mom was here. You go through something happy, if only the mom was here, you know. And I was like, okay, I get you, dog. Mara medication. And he was like, yep. Our dog, he was like, okay, that's my advice. Okay, anyway. I went back to my psychologist. And the psychologist was like, yep, Dr. Odaya told me that after the analysis, he declared you depressed. You are depressed you have depression chronic depression so you need to take meds and unfortunately by law I cannot continue to see you until Utate meds and I was like yo hey guys 
Then I was like, okay, sure. And then he was like, then I went back to talk to Adaya. So I have to see now my psychologist and Dr. Adaya, the psychiatrist. I cannot see either or. And then he explained to me that, okay, the reason why you've been feeling tired and the reason why you've been feeling um, like you don't want to wake up and demotivated and it takes a lot out of you to complete tasks and if you had done something that makes you happy you get tired and if you had done something you know like everything is just an effort is because of um happy hormones and whatnot you know he explained it there nicely and then he says now the pills are not gonna make you happy but they're going to like you know almost yeah, medical medicine yeah he spoke meds he spoke psychiatry guys and I heard him, ne? But now I was still stuck on the fact that I have to take chronic what? Chronic meds. And sleeping tablets, no hell. Why? And he says, no, because you don't sleep um, when you're supposed to sleep. The whole thing of you sleeping after one, not falling asleep after one, is because, you know, and then your brain, whatever, whatever, and then you get to work, you're tired, and then the productivity of the day yay, is delayed. Guys, and then boom, nigga tells me, uh, on top of that, when you start the medication, you have to be off work for two weeks. In fact, my psychologist was like, even if it means that I have to admit you, and I'm like, I would do drama. <laughs> this woman she was like yep so yeah I was home for two weeks guys listen to this they warn you that the medication the first two to three weeks is going to mess you up and I'm like okay what's gonna mess me up okay I've already messed up I'm broken so I'm fine and they're like okay and then I went to the chemist and the pharmacist is like whatever happens ne no matter how messed up the pills make you, do not stop taking them. That phase will pass. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm already messed up, man. How messed up can I be, you know? Yo, little did I know, guys. Little did I know. First couple of days, it felt, okay. Hey, towards the end of the first week, mid second week if I did not commit suicide guys within those two weeks first two weeks of September 2019 I will never forget them I will never ever commit suicide again I wanted to cut myself not cut myself to die just cut myself to feel physical pain it still happens guys but I don't want... You know when I get a tattoo? Ne? The pleasure I get of that needle. The pleasure of... If I were to just lie there and have someone just do a tattoo all over my body, it feels like there's pain oozing out. Oozing out, guys. That is the story that led me 
to being diagnosed with depression date date guys amongst everything else like there's a whole lot of other things but the moment i went into date hey and i couldn't even afford security of a roof over my head i get shit hit the fan sorry for the french it hit the fan so hard i was like what and you think that and then you think that when you decide what okay fine this is the problem i've got it i know it and then solutions on how to figure it out or how to fix it will just come running you try here ipotakal you take this it breaks i was like 2020 i was like yes my year first year sorry first month in 2020 first client came photography was like you know moving pandemic came no no bam what i can't go do photography my extra income the one that i spoil myself with the second income that is helping me to get out of debt is gone yo the one stable income does not meet all those needs i am so used to these two incomes for the past 3 years and now i have to survive on one income that does not meet any of my needs let alone rent guys let alone rent and i was like damn it's called a pandemic <laughs> first month was fine because you know finances were okay was like it because we had two incomes we had photography second month a friend helped me with half of the rent third month i was like okay i need to get out of this flat i can't afford this flat anymore i'm not a person that has a lot of furniture in general i like big spacious places i like art i like bean bags kind of vibe I sold my couches, I sold my study desk, I sold everything. And I'm left with a bed. I'm left with a fridge which I might sell soon. And I'm left with plates, pots, cutlery, you know, stuff that I'm storing in a friend's garage. and i am currently staying in someone's house this lady relocated to cape town and i asked her if i can stay in her house she said she will be renting it out next year and i have until november guys to figure my life out i i don't even know how i feel right now i honestly don't know and i don't know what's going to happen to me in november but we have a podcast so we'll both find out in november what was going on and that's how today's podcast ends 
Thank you for tuning in.